your medical report. We're tracking down Ann Morrison. Uh, we have, of course, the contents of her twiland.info, and I'm going to start with that, uh, covering some of the key issues that are going on uh, that are happening right now. Firstly, with uh, radiation, we have the Waterford, Louisiana, event 52336, spill of estimated 150 gallons of total tritium contaminated water. Waterford, Louisiana, event 52337, uh, crane overload condition occurred. Farley, Alabama, event 52340, deficiency in valve component caused a pneumonia leak. And RADCON for the 3rd of November, uh, and a, uh, five concerns. Wow, that's a lot. Imagine five different areas of the country or towns and cities where radiation levels are spiking with post-geriatric plants. Uh, the next area is the Zika virus. Positive women have higher rates of birth defects, stillborn, miscarriage, and ugly and scary ultrasound images. Uh, no worker compensation for Zika unless you catch that mosquito. Okay, and uh, preparation. Ah, and we've got you back. So let's yeah. start off with, uh, what do you want to start with? Radiation first, uh, preparation, uh, dealing with the all-seeing eye. Russia builds gigantic military radar in the Arctic. Uh, which area would you like to cover first? <laughs> yes. Um, well, I would like to start off with Zika, if that's all right with you. Good. Let's do that, because I see that at the top here. And uh, I guess this is, a, is this a major paper that you have here, right? No, actually, this is not. We're not getting uh, good at the... Um, you know, we've had uh, Dr. Frieden, who is the head of the Centers for Disease Control. Which you talked about last week, yeah. Yeah, we talked about him last week, and he was very forthcoming. But um, he's still being disingenuous. And uh, the people that I'm trying to educate think that because uh, this isn't like Ebola, where somebody comes in, gets sick, and dies within a week, uh that what they're saying is that you don't die from Zika. And um, I finally got a source, and she was on uh, public broadcasting. And uh, it was a uh, one of these uh, panels that they have. And her name is Dr. Christy Curry, and she's OBGYN at the University of Miami Health System. So I think she's a credible resource. Right. And uh, what she said was that women who are Zika positive have higher rates of birth defects, stillbirth, miscarriages, and ugly and scary ultrasound images. Well, I guess they're not counting the the uh, in utero babies who are dying as deaths from Zika. Because that's the only way, you know, they agree that there was a man who died in Utah, and he was elderly, and he was a super spreader, and right. he spread it to his caretaker, but he died. And uh, then there were a couple of other people who they say died, but again, they, you know, they they can't say that it wasn't something else. Like, they fell a little bit bled out with the platelets. Remember the right, platelet right, count was... Yeah, where, where all of a sudden the plate account dropped because it literally can cause a destruction of their uh, thrombocytes in their bone marrow. So all of a sudden they get thrombocytopenia and bleed out. Yes, yes, and they agree that he died of Zika. And I think there was one other, I can't remember, I don't have it in front of me. Well, it was a senior that died of Zika virus encephalopathy, multi-leucoencephalopathy, and apparently his relative was taking care of him. They think got infected with tears from this guy. Oh, is that how they how they did it? Yeah, that's possible. Yeah. He was probably wiping away the tears, and uh, 
got it on his skin or something. Right. Okay. Well, uh, so when they just say, well, you know, out of the tens of thousands of cases that we've had, uh, we only had three die, and they were already under medical care. Well, but that doesn't, why aren't they saying that the, they're being disingenuous because they aren't counting those who are dying of stillbirths or birth defects or miscarriages or, 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 or abortions. Or delayed uh, deaths due to neurological deterioration that might take months or years for it to have its full effect. Exactly. I mean, uh, women may bear, uh, uh, and, the, and, the, and what they bear would probably die within six months. I remember we got a call once from somebody who was so upset because he says, how are we going to find the medical care, the number of medical personnel we're going to need to take care of these babies? And I told him, I said, well, most of them are going to die within six months. And if they're positive. You know, they're, they're not, well, yeah, exactly. They may die shortly after birth. If they make it to six months, it, it'll be... Uh, It'll it'll be something. But in any case, um, you know, they're not talking about uh, either the the, uh, babies with Zika who will uh, die early or who will not be born at all because of uh, birth defects, stillbirths, and miscarriages. Now, if you count those as people, and normally, uh, you know, there's... there's, um, Right to life, and there's right to choose. Right. And uh, the right to lifers say, well, once that uh, baby is conceived, it it's uh, it deserves life. And even though Zika goes in and destroys the DNA, I mean that that thing that baby that was conceived is now will now even if it were to live will now be unable to bear uh, children. Yeah, well, and, probably uh, not going to live very long. The problem is, if you have a child that's got an ongoing degenerative change that's affecting vision, because they can go blind and end up with progressive neurological degeneration even after they're born, the chances that these children are even going to survive childhood is very low. Right. But we're not now, now, getting... We, we, could, we could craft a program, I would say, three things you want to do. You have to understand how epigenetics of a virus can alter the unfolding protein response to the endoplasmic reticulum, which we don't understand now. We have to have intracite or antipathogenics, which we have like our Nutrisilver, Allison Med, and, and Edgar Casey diatomic iodine. We have to actually have things that can prevent the spread to other cells, like neutrodefense that blocks the receptor binding domain with polyphenon, the most powerful antioxidant, and receptor binding domain blocker in the world is our polyphenon and neutrodefense. And if we were to use these on these babies, not only on the mothers that are positive, whether in utero, but afterward, the chances of them having progression would be considerably less. The problem is, though, that many of them are going to basically be decorticate, so they're only going to have a reptilian brain. And we have to understand these are not really full humans. They're basically an animal version of humanity. And well, we're not they, aren't, they aren't even that. Right. Because they can't survive. No, no. Yeah, and... <clears throat> what we're dealing with here is, a, is, in a sense, a human extinction level event. And yes. if it affects a large amount of the population, we could end up with human population. You quote a chart here that I think that we, you need to mention about the number of live births in Puerto Rico over the last few years. Uh, this kind of well, thing could literally cause a massive drop in, in fertility rates in the Western world. 
Well, the uh, this came from the Census Bureau, and it you know the Census Bureau keeps good records year to year, and uh, they have uh, birth and death statistics, and you can see the the reference there. So this isn't something I made up, right? You know, but I did look at Puerto Rico in particular because they have had lava virus uh, in uh, diseases within their population for probably the last 10 or 15 years. They've had chikungunya, they've had uh, West Nile virus, um, and dengue. And now they've got uh, Zika. So I, I just, uh, those numbers that I plotted were just the numbers that were given uh, by the Census Bureau, and they were for the children uh, who were under five years old. So, right. you know, the infants. And what what happened was that I discovered that uh, uh, there's been a seven percent drop in in uh, babies living to be greater than five years to be five years old. Wow! And in fact, the percentage drop is seven percent over the years t- 2010 to 2014. Seven wow. percent drop means that in ten years. Uh, there won't be any. Wow. Yeah. So uh, this is very telling, but we're not getting this information from uh, public health or from Dr. Frieden at the Centers for Disease Control. Is he aware of it, though? I mean, this is the point. Is he he aware of it? He's a medical professional. How could he not be aware of it? Well, listen, I never underestimate the stupidity of health professionals. Uh, You know, uh, MD stands for three things: more dough, magnificent deity, and more dumb. And uh, I, believe me, I've seen all three aspects of that uh, shown in all of its great ugliness and glory. Well, you won't find this on any. This has not been published anywhere except on on what will be your live stream, and it'll be on my uh, right. Blog. We'll, we'll put a video up afterwards, so it'll be there. And we get lots of hits, by the way. Within hours, uh, in a day or two, we get hundreds of hits on YouTube, and the numbers are increasing dramatically. A, a month and a half ago, we had uh, X number of subscribers. We have four times that in literally six weeks on YouTube alone. So, uh, And our number of videos is now you know, in the hundreds. So we're getting a huge audience to start to say, I think I'm going to go to, to the uh, Nutramedical Report and Twiland.info and look at your videos of what we discussed with all your pictures and so on, because this information is not available by any other host and any other radio or TV shows anywhere on the Internet, anywhere on Earth. This is it. And the thing that's really disturbing is a lot of time we're raising questions, but you're quoting information that's public domain, but it's kind of like sequestered in a little cul-de-sac area like this data from Puerto Rico. This is scary stuff, because if you look at the idea that it can become endemic, to the population of, let's say, the southern United States, we're talking about a population reduction, extinction-level type event. This is not good, is it? No, it's not good. But, you know, I couldn't, I had to have some some ammunition for the, for the death because people don't seem to want to think of Zika as causing death. Well, it does cause death, and it is causing death, and we need to get some reporting out of public health on um, you know how many how many stillborns have there been? How many babies have been lost? Right. Uh, how many have survived past six months? You know, because all of those are deaths that result from Zika. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Okay, and we're not getting that information. Right. 
Okay, and you can read the whole interview there. It's from uh, 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 Public Works, I mean, <laughs> Public Broadcasting. Yeah. Now, as it turns out, there were there are two policemen in Miami, and, you know, Miami is, is disease central for Zika and Miami Beach, and there's two of them that have um, developed Zika, and so they... They applied for workers' comp, right? And you'll see a picture there. And what? Because what they were told was, you have to catch the mosquito that bit you, and and document where you were. Were you on duty? Uh, were you? Uh, Are you, you know, kidding doing me? Your, no, you I am not kidding you, Doctor Diggle. This is. You can read the story. Okay. That's so bizarre. It's like uh, that's like an obscene answer you tell somebody who's crazy. Uh, you must identify the mosquito and, and say you're on duty when you got sick. Yes. You've got to be kidding. I am not kidding. No. Yes. And that was, uh, well, that was off the businessinsurance.com page. Business insurance. This is part of the reason why we shouldn't have worker comps separated from regular health care. Uh, this is part of the reason why the cost of business in America is so damned high. We can't compete with other countries. It's ridiculous. And then, after you do that, even if you catch the mosquito and and you have and you have annotated where you were and what you were doing, and and then the medical records would have to show that the virus was the thing that caused the permanent damage. In other words, you would have to have permanent damage in order to get workman's comp. Yeah, well, of course, they uh, I know the rating scale because I'm an expert at rating for work comp, and the work comp system is very corrupt. When I got harassed by the director of work comp. Uh, uh, Kathy Mueller in Colorado, and I was sticking to it. I was BIMI trained as a certified international examiner. I got to tell you, these people are nuts and they're corrupt as hell. You think Hillary's corrupt? These people are corrupt too. And uh, they don't want you even if using the rating tables and so on uh, to, to, to come up with a, with a rating. But the doctors, how many doctors you think are going to identify peripheral sensory neuropathy, central nervous system changes, visual changes, including uh, retinopathy or other changes? Uh, you know, all kinds of subtle things that you have to do pretty advanced testing to even identify. And, and many of these things aren't going to happen right away. They're going to take decades or years for them to develop. Well, the only way a policeman or anybody who's working outside can be safe is to wear mosquito netting from head to toe. And I have seen some of those uh, head to toe outfits being sold. Or, you know, like Allison Med, and the mosquitoes won't even bite you. Because the go. thiol compounds in your sweat make any biting insect go, oh, my God, there's no way I'm biting you. Yep. So that, I wanted to uh, bring those two wow, uh, articles. Wow, that's, that's weird. Yeah, no, one of the things that I saw here that I found particularly scary was the preparation items. The all-seeing eye Russia builds giant military radar in Arctic, and, of course, the anti-stealth radar system uh, and the over-the-horizon radar being routine visitors of and then, of course, these, uh, the the whole building of this of this nuclear arsenal the Russians have been retooling for the last twenty plus years under under um, Vladimir Putin. Uh, we see the reemergence of the so called you know post Soviet empire, uh, and uh, the Russians are totally paranoid that we're going to cause a nuclear war and attack them. Uh, do you want to touch on some of these things? Because you know, here in North America, we don't get any of this news. It's all Hillary, Hillary, Hillary. She's fine. In fact, Pharrell that makes a song, you know, about being happy, this idiot Pharrell, 
He said, look, we're all corrupt anyway, so why don't you just vote for Hillary? And all you women out there, you vote for Hillary, she'll get in and everything will be great. Why doesn't he just shut the hell up? I mean, he's saying to us, you're all corrupt and you all lie, so vote for Hillary. How crazy is that? That's pretty bad. Yeah. All right, well, what, what's happening is that, you know, um, they took the um, the fleet that was up in, uh, in Russia. In fact, they have an island up there. And uh, that's where they did their atomic bomb testing. Right. And uh, it's just off the coast, in the, inside the Arctic Circle, off the north uh, western coast of Russia, and uh, in the uh, Sea of Barents. Right. And it's not a really big island, but I have a picture of it there, so you can see what's been going on there. Yeah. And you'll see where it has little radioactive sites. Uh, I know it's all written in Russian, but I think you can tell. Right, and so we we have uh, one side at the southern end of the island, and two in the middle, and I think there's one at the one at the north. No, I guess not. Okay, and two in the middle, and that's where they exploded the uh, the big big atomic bombs. Uh, and I have a picture of that. That was the most powerful nuclear explosion in history, and that was in 1961. And you know we were doing. Um, airborne tests in the Bikini Islands in Polynesia at about that time. and about uh, But they were doing their testing up there uh, off the coast of Russia in right. the uh, Barents Sea. Right. Okay. Well, what they did was that they had, um, they had their uh, uh, fleet uh, stationed. They had a fleet that's in the Black Sea, but they also have a fleet that was that was in the uh, that was in the off of uh, northwest Russia because uh, that was to protect them from Europe, and they moved that fleet. Remember, we spent the last three weeks talking about where that fleet was going and how many ships were in that, and they moved it into the Mediterranean. So the the fleet is no longer up there to protect them. So what they're going to do, and what they are doing, is moving in uh, these big over the. Horizon, O-T-H, over the horizon radar, so they can tell if something's coming. And then they're moving in defensive systems. And um, what, uh, so they're doing that. We're not doing anything. I mean, this is what the Russians are doing to protect them in Europe. And um, what's happening is that it's interfering uh, the only reason I even care about this, it was brought up on our ham radio net last Sunday. Right. Uh, it's interfering with ham radio. Now, the ham that, radio... That's because operates, the radar jamming technology is what you're saying, right? Uh, no, just because the radars are so big and they're over the horizon. Right. Well, I'm it's saying the jams normal communications through ham radio is what you're saying, right? It's jamming regular communications at at certain frequencies just because it's big. They're not big and over the horizon. Wow. Even well, because and because it's over the horizon. Exactly. Yeah. You, your husband, your wife, your children, we all need food. And with dozens of food storage companies buying up airtime all over radio, it's hard for you to know which company you can actually trust. Hey folks, John Statmiller here. We at RBN understand, which is why I personally searched out a storable food company and one with similar core values to us here at RBN and of course you, the listener. Well, I found such a company. I'd like to introduce you to 
Numana Food Storage. Numana Food Storage, highly nutritious, GMO-free, contains no aspartame, no high fructose corn syrup, has no chemical preservatives or soy, and Numana Food Storage has a 25-year shelf life. To back up my claims, we've made Numana Food Storage the exclusive food sponsor of RBN. Call 888-597-0775, 888-597-0775. Order online at NumanaRepublic.com. That's N-U-M-A-N. NNARepublic.com. Food storage you'll love to eat. Only a fool would go to a plumber for brain surgery. But otherwise intelligent people use internet searches to find such gems as Lee Harvey Oswald killed JFK with three shots from the rear and one shot from the front. They get similar financial guidance when they are investigating cryptocurrencies. RBN listeners know that American currency has not been lawful money for nearly 50 years since the thieves at the Fed stole the silver out of the coins and began reneging on redeemable notes in 1968. Now that the dollar has just about inflated totally away and banks want reverse interest to keep your books, the high-tech world has brought you an alternative. What if you could buy, sell, and trade with fellow business people from your home with zero bank fees? If you believe banking tyranny must end, then join the digital currency movement now. Call investigative journalist Pat Shannon at 601-212-0911. People love to shop. What if you could shop and it was actually good for you? What if you could actually purchase items that bettered your life? What goes into your body is important to what quality of life you have. How about shopping for items that better your health? GetTheTea.com is that shopping place. We're not only tea, even though that's our number one seller. We are about helping your health. There's Colostrum LD for those of you with autoimmune troubles. The product helps your stomach get on track. GI problems produce pain. Get relief with Colostrum MLD. How about some fat burners or maybe some joint aid or a power cleanse? There's so much to tell you with very little time. So get help health-wise at getthetea.com. That's getthetea.com. Or you can call our friendly operators at 928-308-0408. That's 928-308-0408. Get help and relief by going shopping. Shop at getthetea.com. That's getthetea.com. Serving people with great products for over eight years. Getthetea.com. Welcome back. Uh, and let's, let's go through some more of the data here because you're a, a ham radio operator. Uh, this is so powerful, uh, Horizon uh, radar system in Russia. It can actually interfere with different frequencies for uh, ham radio operation. What's the significance of this the big radar system they put up? Well, it's over the horizon, and uh, that's what they're making now. And that means that they can see further. They can see... Uh, uh, jet planes coming, whereas before they used to just be able to see, uh, for instance, uh, uh, navy or uh, navy vessels and things like that. So right. they, they're and they're they're filling their installation. So what they're doing, they're replacing the the uh, task force that they had up in uh, um, by Norway, essentially, and uh, they moved that. Uh, 
because they moved that to the Mediterranean Sea. Right. And, uh, and, and instead of moving more ships in there, because all the ships, all the big ships are now in the Mediterranean Sea or the Black Sea. Right. Uh, they're, they're putting in these uh, big radars. And then they're also going to put in the defense systems. And we had talked about these defense systems before. Uh, for instance, the S-300 missile system. Right. And if you, and if you remember on uh, on that diagram, they have a long range, long range surveillance radar, and that's what we're talking about. Um, so, and because they're on wheels or tracks, uh, they can move them around, and and uh, we can't pinpoint them. Right. And that's probably what they're going to do. But in any case. Um, uh, the uh, ARRL, which is the, well, as part, the FCC sets the bands. For instance, we're in Region uh, 2. Region 1 is Europe and Africa and Russia. And Region 3 is China and Australia and the Pacific Ocean. Right. And, and, and then they break it down even further. For instance, uh, we here in, in the United States, in the Midwest, are either in Region 7 or 8, and you're probably in Region 6. So, you know, it's all uh, it's all managed by the FCC, and the FCC sets the rules. They're the ones that set the bands, and they say uh, there's 40 meters. For instance, I can operate on, on 6 meters to some extent, on 2 meters, and on 70 centimeters. And those are the, those are, and also on 220. And uh, those are the bands that an amateur at the lowest level can operate on. But then you go and you get your general license, and then you can operate on the on the HF, the high frequency bands. I can operate on very high frequency and ultra high frequency. Anyway, <laughs> and uh, so what they've discovered is that not only not only is this over the horizon radar uh, interfering with uh, amateur traffic. But you can bet that it's interfering with navigation traffic on other parts of the band, because band is not just for amateurs. I mean, we just have a little piece of it. And the width, we've been going uh, here in the United States because we have so many uh, people who want to use the the, uh, band spectrum. Uh, They keep making the width of the spectrum lower and lower. So you have to have special radios that will uh, not broadcast outside of the width of your communication that you're allowed, which is getting smaller. But they're, they're broadcasting way outside. So not only do they interfere with, with amateur, but they're interfering with, with other people, like emergency traffic. And they're especially bad apparently on 80 meters and 15 meters and on 10 meters. And uh, uh, so, you know, uh, we've been, they've been, they're supposed to coordinate that with their equivalent of the FCC, the Federal Communications Commission. But they're, you know, if you're talking to the Russian, they're not cooperating. Yeah, that's right. (laughs) And so uh, we've got a list here that was uh, published by the International Amateur Radio Union because <laughs> uh, we, we, it, it's not just the United States, it's not even the, you know, it, it goes around the world and we all try to cooperate. <laughs> right. 
And, and so you can see that even from uh, the Black Sea, Sevastopol, that's the head of the Navy fleet in the Black Sea, and uh, it goes out through uh, the Bosphorus. So, so the Russians are basically acting like bullies now, even on the uh, in the bandwidth. Well, and not that's good, very important for our not, communication. Yeah, not a, not a good sign. You are tuned in to the Republic Broadcasting Network. Visit our website by going to republicbroadcasting.org. Homeowners, are you in foreclosure, expecting to be served with a foreclosure lawsuit, or suspect your lender has coerced you into an illegal mortgage transaction? A huge number of mortgages made in the last 10 years have legal issues and are possibly defective. State laws and the U.S. Supreme Court have upheld that defective mortgage documents are grounds for foreclosure defense and for counterclaims in favor of the homeowner. If your mortgage has been sold or assigned since closing the loan, it may be defective and you may be paying the wrong party and the lender may not have standing or the right to foreclose or collect payments under the law. If you would like to know if your mortgage is legal or not or know if you are paying the right party, we can help. Our initial consultations are free of charge. We are not attorneys. We are legal researchers and work closely with experienced lawyers who know how to help you find the evidence to help you keep your home. Call toll-free 1-855-2-KEEP-IT. That's 1-855-2-KEEP-IT today. Would odors, mold, and mildew describe your basement or crawl space? It doesn't have to be that way. Transform them into a fresh, healthy, usable one with the technologically advanced Wave Moisture Control Units. The computerized operation maximizes moisture control and also expels harmful radon, combustion gases, and numerous other pollutants. Dehumidifiers are old technology that do nothing for air quality and waste energy. Wave units are intelligent, self-monitoring, do not need maintenance, and will save you hundreds in electricity. Wave units are still running effectively over 15 years. They've been tested and installed in public and military housing and by property managers nationwide. Buy a unit now and if your home is not fresher and drier, you can return it for a full refund for up to 12 months. What have you got to lose? Call now. 1-888-618-WAVE. 1-888-618-WAVE. Or visit MyDryHome.com. That's MyDryHome.com. Home Solutions for a healthy, comfortable home. As a regular listener to Republic Broadcasting, you certainly understand the times and circumstances that we are living in. You certainly understand that the good times are over, and you certainly understand what we are heading for. Though we do not know what exactly is going to happen, we must assume that it's going to be a disaster. Are you prepared for that mess? Go to www.bugoutpanama.net and get the necessary information on our growing community of awake and prepared individuals just like you. At www.bugoutpanama.net, you will learn how we are preparing on our farm, Finca Bayano, for what is coming. Emigrate while you still can to our village, where survival is of the utmost importance. Prepare. Don't despair. At www.bugoutpanama.net. Without the right accessories, any guy can be off the mark. Whether you've invested thousands in your arsenal or you own a single trusted firearm, a visit to aroutfitting.com is in order. It's one of the finest online selections of tactical optics and AR parts and add-ons, like EOTech. 
quick target acquisition with no peripheral loss. Browse the full range of Nikon scopes and binoculars. AirOutfitting.com can illuminate your world with streamlight gun-mounted lights from keychain to large handhelds up to 1,100 lumens. Find some stability with Battenfield Tactical Bipods. AirOutfitting.com has CMMG gun parts, barrels, assemblies, handguards, part kits, and more. Plus magful clips and magazines. I know I've got you excited, so take a breath. Head to AirOutfitting.com. The site's super easy to navigate and features a ton of technical info, including links to manuals. We also welcome vendor and manufacturer inquiries. Remember, if you don't see it, we can get it at AirOutfitting.com. And this is uh, the, the situation in Russia, and we, we talked about this with, uh, uh, with uh, Joel Skousen. Uh, I don't trust the Russians. If you actually look at the uh, issues of the Table of Nations with Ezekiel, it includes Muslim nations, uh, and it includes Russia, and many of Russian allies. So I think the reemergence of the Soviet Union is happening before our eyes. And uh, in general, the public are ignoring it, aren't they? Well, uh, it's hard to say what our government is doing. I, mean, I can't make sense of what they're doing. Uh, yeah. They say, you know, when well, I, uh, I, I watch international news, and, and they say we're supplying ISIS and we're supplying the rebels. Well, we are. Yeah. Uh, but, but on the other hand, uh, on, uh, this is multiple space chess. The um, Kissinger Foundation is saying we shouldn't have this kind of argument with Russia. To be honest with you, although, uh, you know, the, the situation in the Crimea and in these other areas, yes, there's two sides to it, and we're doing pressure on our side, but we're seeing now that the Russians are coming out of their economic doldrums, and only partially, by the way, because with the oil economy crashing, a lot of the people, the most expensive city to live on Earth is Moscow. The Russians are starving. That's why you can see all these Internet bride things from Russia. It's like their economy is, is in the toilet, and uh, Russia is putting a lot of their military and information and everything into very advanced weapon systems that are retooling to actually plan for a world war. They don't have a conventional military, so everything to them is going to go nuclear and uh, missile and advanced scalar weapons right away. I mean, that's their whole modus, isn't it? Well, yes. And meanwhile, what have we done? We've let our military deteriorate. Under Obama, I mean, this guy is a, is a ridiculous fool and he's always got that smirky look on his face like he got to believe me when he's saying that Trump is a support is supported by the Klan and he's smirking don't vote Trump because he's a Klansman I'm thinking listen you lying piece of garbage uh, you know even internationally nobody respects him why would Americans respect this fool Obama after seven and a half years of destroying the country well I don't know not only uh, did he destroy the military but he's also let the infrastructure fall apart and um, it's going to take a, a lot to get the infrastructure back to the point where we can even um, transfer grains, commodities, to the uh, to the oceans where they can be barged over to the Far East. I mean, it, it's a it's Remember a in the spring you, you announced that, that uh, 
the number 10 highway heading out through uh, California yeah. in the desert that wasn't properly being taken care of and they didn't have the money to fix it. So they let we had lost something like a, a percentage of our entire shipping worldwide in our, our economy had been temporarily hit really hard just by the fact that this infrastructure was, was not being repaired. Yeah, I think we. I think the number was two percent. Yeah, two percent. That's pretty significant when you're dealing with the largest economy on earth. Well, and and the Chinese uh, are building super tankers that won't even go into our ports anymore. I mean, they can't go into our ports. They cannot be. Uh, the Chinese out. are the Chinese are another bunch of suicidal idiots. Half of their loans are shark loans. They're building a policy to guarantee that they're eventually going to get nuked and destroyed, not just by us, but by the Japanese, who are, by the way, the third nuclear power is not Israel, it's Japan. They got a hell of a load of nuclear materials from the former Soviet Union. They have the best missiles on Earth for, for delivering satellites are Japanese, and they can easily be retooled in minutes to put a warhead on the top of them. They have their own imaging system from space. The Japanese are no slouches, and... and and uh, both the Russians and the Chinese know that the Japanese, especially in the South Koreans and the Taiwanese, armed to the teeth with medium and short-range nuclear missiles. So, you know, China's toast, and they're really arrogant and really stupid, and they're going to get themselves fried. And uh, and by the way, Russians think that because they've got these underground bunkers, they're going to survive. America has weapon systems already centuries ahead of anybody else, including way more advanced than nuclear. And they're fools if they think they're going to survive a future war. But, by the way, neither will we, because I got a question last week from one of our listeners. Hey, it was a rhetorical question. Where are the local bunkers? And this guy was a former uh, Delta Force guy. And, of course, being sarcastic, we were talking to him off air. And I said, look, you know that they, there's no Department of Defense here. There's, there's a Department of Offense. There's no protection for the American public if there's an EMP or a nuclear war. Uh, there's nothing. I mean, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's ridiculous. That's right. There, there isn't. And uh, anyway, I kind of wanted to say something. We get a lot of questions about the ice melting in Antarctic. Mm-hmm. And there's people that think that it isn't melting, and then there's people that that actually go down and look at it. And we have, well, first I want to talk about the Arctic zone. I want you to look at the picture. You're talking about uh, the Arctic or the Antarctic? Cause, uh, what's let's going start on with there? the Arctic. Let's yeah, start the, with the Arctic. The, the Arctic is, is quite different than the Antarctic, isn't it? Yes. And you'll see all that yellow and brown. That means that the ozone is building up, and it's building up over, uh, well, this is kind of a hard map to read. This thing is building up over Russia and the North Magnetic Pole. So that's uh, very interesting. It's the first time I've seen anything except blue and green on uh, the north at the north at the Arctic. And uh, so I said the Arctic ozone hole is retreating, which is good news. Uh, You know, that's what we need. We we want the ozone layer to be there. And then I have a picture of the Antarctic zone, and you notice that the uh, in even Antarctica we've got a buildup of the ozone layer, not directly over the pole, but close to the pole in the uh, in the southern south the southern Pacific Ocean. Okay, this. uh, did a flyover, and they of Antarctica because we get we get people that uh, talk to us and they say, "Oh no, the Antarctic isn't melting." Well, they did a airborne survey, and uh, they, I've got a bunch of pictures that, that'll be on my blog, and uh, 
the mountains are starting to you're actually able to see mountains with snow with no snow on them. It used to be you just see ridges of snow, whether it be a mountain. Well, now you can see mountains with no snow on them. And uh, they showed some of the uh, calving that was occurring along the coast of Antarctica. And uh, and the, the calving occurs when now Antarctica is a continent. There is right. no continent in the Arctic. In the North Pole, there's no continent. Well, the closest the thing North- we have is Baffin Island and some surrounding islands around it, which is pretty big because Baffin Island's half the size of Australia. Okay, and um, but anyway, in the South Pole, uh, the snow is sitting on ground, on mountains, on dirt. Right. <laughs> And uh, so what happens is that as it melts, it falls off into the ocean. Well, that ice, in the Arctic, the ice went was part of the ocean. Right. So you didn't get a big, tremendous rise in sea level uh, from the melting of the Arctic ice cap. And, you know, we now have, uh, they think in a couple of years, we will have traffic, uh, commodity traffic through uh, the Arctic, through right. the North, yeah, through the Arctic uh, Channel, um, the because North so much ice is yes, but we didn't get much of a sea rise. We got a little sea rise, yeah. so we didn't get a lot. But if as you as, when the when the glaciers slide off of the land that is Antarctica, then all of that will be added to the sea rise. Right. Yeah, okay, there's nothing this... Yeah, but this by whole. the way, all of these mountains you're talking about, like Mount Erebus, Mount Erebus is the largest volcanic mountain on Earth, and it spews out equivalent of more than 10,000 times the amount of so-called greenhouse gases like nitric oxide, which, by the way, CO2 is not really a good greenhouse gas. Nitric oxide and these other gases that destroy the ozone layer. And, Mount, uh, and, and most of these mountains in Antarctica are volcanic mountains. So the reason why is you go around them and see the steam vents all around them, they're melting... The uh, the snow from below, not above. In other words, it's not getting a lot, you know, that much colder or warmer than it's going to actually, you know, melt because it's not there. It's because it's melting from below because the volcanism underneath all of these volcanoes all over the planet, which is driving earthquakes too, is nascent oxygen and hydrogen released because of gravity waves striking our planet from deep space. So the melting, the global warming issue is not CO2. It's gravity waves causing nascent water and nascent oxygen and hydrogen actually increasing volcanism all over the planet, including this big earthquake that happened over Italy. So you're absolutely correct. The problem is that people aren't prepared for the rise in sea levels or a, an event that can happen every so many tens of thousands of years called a lithospheric slip, where the actual crust slides on the mantle. And that's coming. Anyway, this should put to rest any doubts about the Antarctic ice melting. It is melting. Right. And uh, we have proof but, of that. But they have to know the, the mechanism. It's not because the ambient temperature is changing that much. It's because it's melting from below. Just like the methane hydrates, even off of Pendulum Marine Corps Base here, or 12 miles from me around the coast, that methane hydrates is being released from there in the permafrost because of the changes of the actual planet. There's actual, at the bottom of the ocean floor, and at these places all over the planet, including the permafrost, it's being released because of the changes in the Earth. It's not because of you know the ozone layer and the gases up in the upper atmosphere. There's something happening to the planet itself. Well, if there is an ozone hole, you remember what happened in Greenland. It lets in the if there's a hole in the ozone layer, it it lets the oh yeah, that, and, and 
And the ultraviolet light, that's another factor, because ultraviolet light will actually crack ice and cause more release of water than even regular heat. So it's not the same thermal effect, but ultraviolet light penetrates deeper and cracks the ice, which will probably cause calving quicker than normal light, you know, infrared light. And that's what they're seeing in West Antarctica. Now, in West, you have to understand, West Antarctica is the part of Antarctica that uh, touches the Pacific Ocean. So that's the part where they're finding the calving, they're finding icebergs that are floating away from the continent of Antarctic. Yes. It's It's also very close to South America, too. There's not that big a a difference in distance from the tip of South America and this kind of arm of Antarctica. How how far is that separation? A few hundred miles? It's not that far, is it? Um, yeah, what is that called? Uh, that was Cortez. Wasn't that Cortez that went through there? Or yeah, this is a particular channel through there, but it's not yeah. that far apart. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, moving on to uh, the jet stream, and uh, uh, the uh, I could find only 113 miles per hour, and that was over the northeast Midwest, uh, the northern Midwest of the uh, United States. Right, that's and, a little pur- uh, purple circle when we lose the video after the show today. That little purple circle shows you that the northern jet stream is very weak and very low velocity. Very low. Now, you will notice that at the equator uh, in the Pacific Ocean, just off the, the continent, off the continents, is a big low-pressure system that, um, um, <laughs> well, it, it spans the northern hemisphere and the southern hemisphere. It's right at the equator. It's a huge low-pressure system. Right. Other than that, um, there there's a suggestion of a high uh, pressure system. Remember, a high. We're right now, for instance, the Midwest of the United States is under a a high uh, uh, pressure system, and high will bring air down from the troposphere. And so, what you have then is you have uh, Chinook winds and things like that, and you don't have below where you're where you're taking the the gases and everything up into the top of the stratosphere instead you're you're bringing that that junk down right so over the midwest i would expect that you would see uh, more gamma radiation okay uh the significant wildfire potential outlook for november is the southeast and we think the southeast had quite a bit of rain but um as it turns out, where they had the rain was mostly along the coast. And where it fell further inland, up along the Appalachian Mountains, it ran down rivers. And so it didn't stay where the drought is. And the drought is significant. It goes from uh, most of Virginia all the way down to the Gulf Coast. Wow. And Yes. Uh, that's very... Uh, now, I'm using this... That's, the picture that I'm showing is the uh, significant wildland fire potential, and you find that where there is a drought. Yeah, so it's, all this extreme crazy climate and stalled uh, weather systems is leading to not only drought, but also to collapse of food supply. Collapse of food supply, that's exactly right. And in fact, I was talking to, I wasn't talking to, but I was put in contact with a a uh, farmer out in Texas, and um, they uh, they're trying to uh, get the um, the habitat back to some something of normal. In other words, they want the pine trees to grow, and they were burned down. Remember, they had severe fires in Texas, 
and uh, then they had all that rain. And uh, what grew was uh, was a holly tree. And so the, they're going in and taking out the holly trees, and uh, then they're selling a tea that they make, a caffeinated tea that they make from the from those trees. But they're probably being paid to take them out because the government wants to return the land to native species. In other words, they want the pine trees in there. They want the shrub oaks. They want, um, you know, all those things were gone. And this is, that's one of the problems that we don't hear about when we talk about um, flood events is that a lot of the plants just get washed away. You know, they get uprooted, and pretty soon you've got bare land, and you don't want bare land uh, where there's going to be windstorms. You know, you want it, you want it covered with something, and uh, so they're trying to restore it to a native habitat. Meanwhile, these these invasive trees, these holly trees, have uh, been growing just fine, but but they're there's not. There's a lot of in, there's a lot of invasive species like the pigweed down in the southern United States, or Georgia, and other places. There's uh, weird invasive species, and also the invasive Organisms like these different mosquitoes and, you know, the tropicalization of the lower southern states increases the chances of these viruses like uh, chikungunya and uh, phyloviruses like uh, the uh, Zika becoming endemic. Yes. And uh, remember last week we said that Dr. Frieden of the Centers for Disease Control said that Zika would become endemic. And you just can't get rid of all the mosquitoes. It just is not going to happen. Right. Okay. We are having a uh, meteor shower, and right. it's from uh, the residue that was left by a comet, and uh, it's called Torrid, and uh, that's because it comes out of the constellation Tor- <laughs> Taurus. Taurus, yeah, yeah. And um, on the 3rd of November, um, the, uh, the, the uh, fireball network reported 80 fireballs. Which is not as many as we had earlier, about four months ago, we had over 200. Now, the reason that uh, communication people like fireballs is that they ionize the atmosphere. And when you have an ionized atmosphere, then you can communicate across the continent. Right, it allows you to bounce it off that ionic uh, mirror, right? Yes, yes. Amazing. Well, we'll we'll get into volcanoes. Volcanoes next and then a video after the show. With lots of nice pictures. Yes. We are the American Freedom Party. This is the most urgent time in the history of Western civilization. In the year 1900, white people of European descent comprised 35% of the world population. Today it is less than 9% and falling fast. Europe is being overrun with Middle Eastern immigrants. And America's founding stock is rapidly being replaced with third world peoples from around the globe. For the last 50 years, every influential institution in this nation, our schools and universities, our media, our churches and our employers, have promoted policies and principles that teach whites to be ashamed of their great heritage and birthright. We, who in the 1950s, the 1960s, and 1970s were the world's dominant force, are now so afraid of being called racist that we were quailing towards irrelevance and extinction. Join the American Freedom Party today. Reach us at theamericanfreedomparty.us or call us at 701-317-5317. Paid for by the American Freedom Party. You, your husband, your wife, your children, we all need food. And with dozens of food storage companies buying up airtime all over radio, it's hard for you to know which company you can actually trust. 
Hey folks, John Statmiller here. We at RBN understand, which is why I personally searched out a storable food company and one with similar core values to us here at RBN and of course you, the listener. Well, I found such a company. I'd like to introduce you to Numana Food Storage. Numana Food Storage, highly nutritious, GMO-free, contains no aspartame, no high fructose corn syrup, has no chemical preservatives or soy, and Numana Food Storage has a 25-year shelf life. To back up my claims, we've made Numana Food Storage the exclusive food sponsor of RBN. Call 888-597-0775, 888-597-0775. Order online at NumanaRepublic.com. That's N-U-M-A-N. NNARepublic.com. Food storage you'll love to eat. Do you have difficulty taking supplements? Are you searching for a high-quality, complete nutritional drink that your whole family will love? Nutramedical's Life Support has arrived. All of your daily nutritional requirements in one quick, delicious drink. Dr. Bill Deagle's Life Support is a proprietary blend of vegan protein, activated vitamins, essential minerals, amino acids, probiotics, green tea, digestive enzymes, anti-inflammatories, cancer prevention, detoxification, and much more. Your body will high-five you for this one. Life Support is the best complete nutritional meal replacement on the market. Whether you are an elite athlete, have post-operative challenges, chronic illness, elderly, or a family that just wants a quick, delicious drink, try Dr. Bill Deagle's Life Support for optimized nutrition in one great-tasting smoothie. Just add cold water, almond milk, fruit, or anything else you like. Nutramedical's Life Support. Try our great-tasting chocolate or vanilla today. Call 888-212-8871 or visit us online at Nutramedical.com. Nutramedical.com for the whole family. information is very unique, very important, and it's not going to be something that you're going to just pull up a magazine or or open up your cable television or satellite or even go on the blogosphere internet unless you go to twiland.info. And we also, of course, not only have the audio of the shows on Hour 2 on Friday, we do videos. And we do them usually the same day, sometimes the next day. Uh, but usually they're, uh, you know, three-quarters of an hour to an hour plus, And they cover all these things with pictures and other material. We're also going to be able to, to by next week, do a multi-broadcasting, like a professional broadcasting, uh, which is my new, uh, I have another chip coming besides my Elgato, the, the most advanced Elgato chip. I have the most advanced chip in the world from Blackmagic with the uh, live stream studio software, and I can do up to 10 different sites anywhere in the world with multiple cameras, and up to 25 cameras on this site. So this is really cool. It means I'm going to be able to do uh, you know, multi-site around the world 
conferences. If you have an expert in one place, I can pull them there in Germany or whatever and put them on screen, go back and forth, and you can speak. And uh, we can have it live and also uh, recorded. And we can edit them as well. So it's this is really powerful stuff. And we're getting amazing, you know, what I call like a rocket launch, increased number of our hits. Uh, our number of people just listening on YouTube alone has gone up by 400% in just six weeks. That's a wow. lot. Wow. That's a lot. Yeah. Well, good for you. Yeah. You're going to have a television studio pretty soon. Next week. By next the first week. part of next week. Yeah, by, by a, literally I'll have it set up by election day. Well, there's supposed to be a lot of activity uh, the day before election day and uh, next Monday yeah. and then maybe, again maybe, on Tuesday. Maybe, maybe terrorism, in fact. That's one of the things that they, they talk about. There's a, a terrorist threat warning on Monday. What do, you, what do you know about that? Anything specifically? I don't know anything other than the news bites. They, you know, they talk about it. Um, you know, they say that it's yeah. legitimate. C- it's CBS legitimate. in New York is saying that there is some specific threat that they think might happen. Uh, so, uh, New York, Texas, and Virginia are all possible targets. They say, uh, and of course, it doesn't surprise me because the great distraction to try to do this now. Of course, to be honest with you, terrorism would support the election of Trump because this is something that Hillary Clinton is completely lost in space about because she's not dealing with the fact that privately she says you can't vet these people but publicly she's going to let in 550% even more than the abominator so she's out of her cotton pick in mind she doesn't give a damn if Americans die she supports ISIS, they actually the same money goes to ISIS and ISL as supports her and her hubby the serial rapist Bill Clinton amazing so uh, about about an hour and 15, an hour 20 from now, we'll, uh, we'll do your videos and have it posted up. And within a matter of minutes, you'll be able to see all these videos uh, with nice pictures from the re- amazing research from Ann Morrison. Visit her website and donate, twiland.info, T-W-I-L-E-N-D.info. We'll be back in a moment with the firing line with Michelle, answers to your health and wellness questions, often some scriptures, a little bit of humor from you out there that are, have a great sense of humor. We'll be back in a moment with Michelle and uh, Anne in about an hour and 20 minutes with a major right. video update. We'll All see right. you then, Anne. Take care. Mm-hmm. Bye. We are the American Freedom Party. This is the most urgent time in the history of Western civilization. In the year 1900, white people of European descent comprised 35% of the world population. Today it is less than 9% and falling fast. Europe is being overrun with Middle Eastern immigrants, and America's founding stock is rapidly being replaced with third world peoples from around the globe. For the last 50 years, every influential institution in this nation, our schools and universities, our media, our churches and our employers, have promoted policies and principles that teach whites to be ashamed of their great heritage and birthright. We, who in the 1950s, the 1960s, and 1970s were the world's dominant force, are now so afraid of being called racist that we were quailing towards irrelevance and extinction. Join the American Freedom Party today. Reach us at theamericanfreedomparty.us or call us at 701-317-5317. Paid for by the American Freedom Party. You're listening to the Republic Broadcasting Network because you can handle the truth. 